I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Do you trust the government? We've been talking a lot about that this past week. And what do we trust the government with? And what don't we trust the government with? What should we trust government and institutions with? uh, As opposed to what should we do on our own and within our own families and communities? And uh, the numbers are really interesting. So we're going to take a little dive behind the numbers today as we look at some recent polling by our good friend Scott Rasmussen uh, that to me is really telling on a on a host of different things, and uh, everything from immigration to government spending and the role of government in our lives. I, I think those are all really important conversations, and it's interesting to see where the American people are uh, in terms of each of those particular issues. And the one that really stood out to me that I want to start off with is that forty one percent of voters. Just 41% of voters believe the benefits of government are worth the costs of government and all the regulatory stuff that goes along with government. So 41% say, yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it to pay taxes. It's worth it to pay fees. Uh, It's worth it to, to deal with regulatory costs in my business. And about 33% disagree with that statement, say, nah, it's just not worth it. But here's where it gets interesting. So uh, among Democrats, about 60% of Democrats believe that government is worth the cost. And that's somewhat to be expected. Over the years, Democrats have believed in bigger institutions of government and government programs for a wide range of things. Uh, So Democrats tend to believe that government is a vital part of that solution uh, and it's worth the cost. Uh, Not surprising is that 28% of Republicans uh, said it's worth the cost. But here's where it gets really interesting, especially as we move into a midterm election year, especially as we get ready for a fall onslaught of discussions, debate, and vote about spending. So in case you've forgotten about spending, uh, we still have a $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure deal that is sitting on Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi's desk uh, waiting for members of the House to return. They will return next Monday, the 23rd. They'll be back in session. And there is also, of course, the broader bill, the $3.5 trillion bill. bill that will be passed through reconciliation. So about $5 trillion in spending. So there's going to be a big debate about is it worth it? Is 
that much money? Do we re- are we really going to get out of that uh, what we're going to have to pay for it in terms of taxes, fees, regulations, inflation, and on and on the list goes. The other thing that we have to keep in mind is once we get past Labor Day, Congress is also going to have to deal with this pesky little thing called the debt ceiling and how much we have actually spent. Of course, we're bumping up against $30 trillion of national debt. And so Congress is going to have to say, you know what, we're going to we're going to raise the limit on our credit card one more time. And they'll do that in increments of a few trillion. Probably I'm going to make a prediction. They will raise it just enough to get them to the week before Christmas. You can write that one down. Uh, It will be a very short term uh, raising of the debt limit, which will set up another battle which will happen right before Christmas. Because after all, nothing in Washington is better than a big must-pass bill that has to be done before members can go home for Christmas. And it would be irresponsible, of course, uh, not to deal with it before Christmas. So that's the prediction for what you're going to see in the next couple of months. But so here's the interesting thing to keep in mind as it relates to what's coming in terms of the midterms. So the Democrats are going to have to make the case that all of this spending is worth it and that it does make a difference in our society. It does make a difference for our roads and bridges and infrastructure, that it does make a difference for the poor and a host of other programs uh, that we're going to pay for, the military and so on. Uh, All of that case is going to have to be made. But here's the kicker. Uh, Remember, as we go into 2022, we have a very closely divided House of Representatives. We have an even 50-50 split amongst Democrats and Republicans in the Senate. So 2022 is going to be about the balance of power. Now, who's going to make that determining vote? It is most likely going to be independents. Those who fall from the center left to the center right, uh, who often cross over their votes. Sometimes they vote for Democrats. Sometimes they vote for Republicans. Uh, That's going to be the group that will decide the balance of power in 2022. Now, why does that matter? If we go back to our polling, again, remember that 60% of Democrats say, hey, government costs, expenses, regulations, fees, it's all worth it. 28% of Republicans say, I'm not so sure. Uh, Not that worth it. Independents, just 26%. So less than Republicans, independents question if the cost of government is actually worth it to them in their individual lives. So that represents a challenge for Democrats as well as Republicans. On the Democratic side, the Democrats have to convince those independents that, hey, we're going to be responsible in our spending and we're going to only spend on things that are going to be worth it to you. They're going to have to make that case. The Republicans, on the other hand, are going to remind independents, hey, you don't like all that spending. You don't like crazy spending on anything from health care to roads and bridges uh, to anything else. And so that's going to be the test for 2022 is the debate over, is government worth it? Is the cost of government, the taxes that we pay, the fees that we pay, the regulatory costs that businesses pass on to consumers, is it all worth it? 
And that's going to be an interesting framing of the debate uh, as we move it forward. Here's another set of numbers that are interesting for both Democrats and Republicans to be thinking about. 43% of voters believe that the federal government is more likely to oppress Americans than fight for the oppressed, which is just a really interesting thing. Uh, that less than half of Americans think that the uh, the United States government is is going to fight for them uh, or fight for the oppressed. That it's more likely that big government is going to oppress us or be way too intrusive into our lives uh, than they should be. So those are interesting numbers. Those are going to be fascinating conversations as we get into the fall. How much government is worth it? How much is just costing us way too much? How many people are really worried about what that means in terms of inflation, what that means for our our standard of living, and more importantly, what does it do to the standard of living for our children and for our grandchildren uh, who will have to to pick up, clean up, and pay up uh, on a lot of these costs? So a lot of interesting dollars and cents uh, conversations that will be coming up as we get past Labor Day and as Congress gets back in session Uh, All really interesting. Uh, Just another couple of quick numbers that I think are important. Uh, Southern border uh, is one that has sort of been put on the back burner uh, for the last month as things have been hyper-focused on infrastructure uh, and Afghanistan. Uh, 45% of voters uh, actually believe that President Trump had a better immigration policy than President Biden, which is interesting. Um. One of the important numbers, I think, is that just 31 percent of voters believe President Biden is handling the job or handling the situation at the southern border properly or effectively. And so that's going to be an interesting debate uh, moving into the fall as well. So that's sort of the by the numbers kind of thing. Uh, To me, the most important thing as we look at this and we look at all that we spend on everything from the military to foreign aid. Uh, to social programs, to uh, just pick your poison, uh, parks and uh, roads and bridges and all of those things. We, we have to remember where the connection points are and what the purpose of government is. And I continue to be one of those who think that, that Lincoln got it right, that there is a role for government and that the proper role of government is to lift artificial weights from all shoulders to clear the path of laudable pursuit for all, to give all an equal chance and a fair start in the race of life. I think that's a pretty good model. I think that's where our spending should be focused. Can we clear the path of laudable pursuit? Can we give everybody an equal chance and a fair start and let them determine their outcomes? That's worth thinking about. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. 
And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.